What's up, Internet? My name is Nerdy. And I'm Claire Roos. That's right. Welcome back to another edition of the Nightly Morning Show live from the YouTube.com slash Nerdy Nightly. If you're watching this later uh, or listening to it on the podcast feed, come subscribe over there and follow us there because we're going to talk news, shenanigans, all of the entertaining business stuff because we get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to another nightly morning show here on the channel where we start off every Monday with the same question. How you doing, Clarus? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. We got new Pokemon. We got new Pokemon and yeah. you're all grogu up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? It matches. It's, why not? Why not? No, I dig it. I like that you can wear that beanie, but I can't wear my new beanie. Oh, your blue one? My blue one, because it, it just like, blends. blends in literally <laughs> my head just on. disappears into the wall behind me. I, I've, like, so adjusted my chair. Okay, there it is. Oh, you, you unlocked it? Yeah, I, I, well, because I was trying to figure out the adjustment, and I was, like, wobbly, wobbly all over the place. Uh, <laughs> the wobbly, people listening wobbly, to the podcast wobbly, are like, wobbly, what is wobbly. he talking? What? It's a song. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Don't worry about it. <laughs> Reminds me of that TikTok sound that's like, I'm a wobbly. Yeah, I'm a goblet. TikTok's I always, weird. I always thought it was I'm a goblin. A goblin? No, I'm pretty sure I'm a gobble it. No, I I, I think it means I'm that I'm pretty going sure to... that no. Uh, uh, it's yeah. the morning show. We should be appropriate. We should be. Um, but the first several times I heard it, I thought they were a goblin. Um, it's fine. I did appreciate all the people who then took the trend and then made themselves a goblet. Like they were like I'm a wobble it. I'm a goblet. And then they would just like turn themselves into a goblet through Photoshop or something. 10 out of 10 content six months ago. Um, <laughs> this is the Nerdy Nightly where we only talk about TikTok trends after they die. <laughs> Evanesco. Um, yeah, goblet. it was kind of a crazy weekend for entertainment news. Um, but we did, I didn't, I didn't pull too much of it. But like there's just a lot of weird stuff going on in the world. <laughs> What? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of weird stuff going on in the world. Um, but um, uh, no. before we get into the fun stuff, I do want to acknowledge uh, there is a terrible war going on in the Ukraine. Uh, sorry, that was a weird transition. But um, I just want to bring it up at the beginning because, it, it, you know, as much as uh, I want to sit here and talk with you about uh, Pokemon and Elden Ring and all of that stuff, I, mm-hmm. I do want to acknowledge, like, there, there's really awful stuff going on in the world. And um, there are charities that you can donate to. There, there are places that, uh, you know, you can assist a little bit. Yeah. Um, and... Um, yeah, that was a weird transition. I'm sorry. I didn't know how to get into it. You no, know? I, I think you're fine. Like, there's... The... We are very fortunate to be doing what we do here yeah. from relative safety, um, but our thoughts uh, and, you know, and just, just, just a lot of our thoughts are with uh, the people around the world who are struggling with, you know, stuff that we are, you know, very privileged to not have to deal with. Yeah. Even though, you know, obviously we're going to deal with the consequences of it as a world, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh gonna be rough yeah it's gonna be rough um Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. frankenbean says ukraine not the ukraine that's true you're correct my bad um (laughs) it was a weird transition yeah it's fine yeah also it was like people just called it the ukraine for a long time and then Uh, that like yeah yeah and then there was a point where that like stopped being mm. a thing i believe might be wrong about that. I am. Uh, I have a degree in musical theater, so if you want to know anything about global geopolitics, 
this is not this the show. Is, this is not the place. No, not the place. Um, we have stuff we are going to talk about, but we just did want to acknowledge this first because it is very real and it mm-hmm. is happening and it is uh, horrendous and so devastating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the the one the one crazy story that came out of it that I has been really striking to me is uh, obviously uh, uh, Zelensky, the leader of the Ukraine, uh, has emerged as sort of this like hero for the world, right? Yeah. And the the more that I learn about this man, the weirder his life becomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he was on, he became. I knew this before actually, because I I remember when he got elected, it was kind of a joke that the Ukraine had elected a man whose previous presidential experience was playing the president on a television show. Yeah, and that kind of was like a meme for a while. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know that he was the Ukrainian voice of Paddington the Bear and Paddington and Paddington Two, which is just like such an incredible line on your resume because Paddington 2 for a while was the best reviewed movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes Mm -hmm. like better than Citizen Kane and it's just so it is so impossibly weird that the voice of Paddington is the like leader of the country through this weird geopolitical moment yeah yeah it's yeah the more that we're learning about him the more uh truly fascinating yeah the Ukraine is a Soviet-era reference to Ukraine being part of the USSR. Interesting, Frank Beans. Thank you. Oh, gotcha. Good I appreciate that. That's good to know. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, just uh, I, there's no like clean way to get out of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's uh, let's just uh, acknowledge the world sucks, and Vladimir Putin can rot in hell for all I care. Um, but uh, yep. let's uh, let's do the nightly morning show. Yep. Let's yeah. get to it. We got we got some nerdy news. Uh, you guys know what the first topic of the day is going to be because look at what's on screen. New Pokemon. That is right. Oh, oops. I need to press that button, then that button, and then there we go. Pokemon. The Pokemon Company, <laughs> no, uh, as no. well as uh, Pokemon um, International. I don't know. There are so many Pokemon companies now. Uh, they had their big Pokemon Day yesterday mm-hmm. where a, a, a bunch of nerds got to sit down and go... They're not going to announce anything cool. And then they did. Pokemon did. announced Generation 9. They went for it. They went for it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you watch the announcement? I watched it on I, stream. I watched you watch it. Yeah. Oh, you watched it on my yeah, stream? Yeah, I watched you watch it. Um, so let, well, let's get to Gen 9 last, right? Because that's obviously the biggest announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the Gen 9 announcement, what stood out to you about the announcements yesterday, during yesterday's stream? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all? Not a single thing. Really? I'm I'm surprised. There was some really fun stuff in there. The animatronic Pikachu stood out to me. The animatronic Pikachu scared the crap yeah, out of yeah. me. Like genuinely, like I I lost it a little bit on stream. I was very scared. Yeah, it um, like, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> it just I didn't think it was gonna move, and so when it did, I wasn't sure that it actually had. Like there, there was genuinely a part of my brain where I was like, I think that I just I think I made that up. Like I was scared that I was losing my mind for a second. And then it moved again, and I was like, oh, okay, we're fine. It's not Annabelle. I think that Annabelle just made dolls really... Moving dolls freak me out now. That is fair. That is 100% yeah. valid, for sure. Um, Things that stood out to me from that announcement, uh, I really like the addition of um, Hoopa to Pokemon Unite. That one was exciting. I kind of want to... It, it, it was an exciting enough announcement. I almost want to go back and play that game. I don't play Pokemon Unite, so. I'm really excited for this animated series based in the Hisuian region. Um, because we've never really got a Pokemon series outside of the kind of main, like, Ash canon. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I, I really like the Hisuian region, and I like the art of the Hisuian region. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I'm really excited about this animated series, and the fact that it's going to be online, uh, I that, that was really exciting to me. I think, you know, as much as I love Ash, I find the character is... He's just been so consistent for so long that I'm... a forever 10-year-old. Yeah, I'm a little bored. You know, I'm not as interested in his adventures anymore because I've seen them already. Yeah. He's not doing anything new. Yeah. And so when Pokemon branches out in these animes to something new, I I, I do get excited and I I will definitely be checking that out. I really liked the Pokemon... um, What's it called? Pokemon Journeys? The the YouTube series they just did. I I enjoyed quite a bit. Mm. Um... I also am very excited for the uh, DLC for Arceus. I thought that was fun uh, to get some more Pokemon battles out of that game. I, it was the thing that I kind of wanted. I wish they weren't just, uh, you know, stuck in the trainer grounds. But Yeah, uh, it honestly didn't excite me that much. That's fair. Like, I was I was looking at it and I was like, oh, oh, oh sure. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I was like, all right. We, it just looks kind of like just a little bit more of the same and not yeah. very exciting. And so I was like, all right. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's fair. And they're stuck to the trainer ground, so it's like, what what more can they possibly bring, right? Yeah. Um, but then we got the final announcement, the Detective Pikachu 2 trailer. Um, that wasn't a Detective Pikachu 2 trailer, but it started out like it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It looked yeah, like it. Yeah, I, I thought it was as well. Even though I had seen on Twitter the mm-hmm. announcement already, so I knew what the announcement was, but even still, I was like, did I get trolled? I was like, is this Detective mm-hmm. Pikachu? Because... Yeah, I was I was like, what else? How could this lead into Gen... I don't know. I don't know. But they yeah. did it. They did it. They did it. We have Generation 9 Pokemon. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I, really glad I was not spoiled on it yeah. um, going into that video. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate you checking for me to make sure that I wasn't spoiled on that. Because uh, you weren't going to be on camera, so it didn't matter as much if you knew already. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I, I really uh, I appreciate you checking. Um, and I... Yeah, the... the, the the door plate saying Game Freak really excited me. Because mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, wait, what? no, no, what? Uh, but then, you know, when we get into the room, I, I was a little underwhelmed at first, honestly. Like, I found a lot of the, like, oh, it's just Pokemon on in fields. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, that's what Arceus did. You know, we've, we've just, we've already kind of just seen that play out. Yeah. And it wasn't until we saw the new starters and... I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little, I, I'm mixed on it right now because mm. yes, I'm excited about the new starters and I'm excited about the new, but there is definitely an element of the old and of the uh, hardware limitations of the switch that are making me go, maybe I shouldn't get my hopes up as much. Mm-hmm. And I don't love that, that that's where I'm at, but that's yeah. just kind of where I'm at. I'm like, you know what? There, there's really only so much they're going to be able to do. Yep. Don't like over expect. I'm going to keep my expectations low for this. BDSP did not, was not great to me. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of problems with the way that game came out, the way it functions, the, the way it moves. There, there's just a lot of visual problems with that game in particular. Yeah. Um, and uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of Sword and Shield mm-hmm. um, in terms of how often you have to talk to people. I, I did like Sword and Shield's visuals though. So, you know, I, I'm hopeful that they're going to take the visuals further and also just make it a little bit more of a like fun interactive experience than the like every three steps someone has to talk to you about something experience of sword and shield which is what really kills that game for me yeah um, yeah it's i i haven't played it but i have seen you play it and mm-hmm. i it bothers me yeah it's like the uh like aggressively long intro to arceus where yeah, yeah, you yeah. just you're like i just let me catch pokemon please yeah it's it's weird because it, it it feels like the pokemon company thinks that people don't know how to play video games yeah and 
they over explain mm-hmm. and like i really and they also like they just need to hire writers who write better dialogue yeah. like pokemon dialogue is notoriously awful yeah. and leon's dialogue is leon and hop's dialogue in sword and shield is so bad to me that it makes experiencing that game worse every single time you interact with them. Uh, Sir Jimris in chat asks, uh, is it the old battle system or the PLA battle system? I believe it's going to be the old battle system. I wouldn't be surprised if Agile Style and Strong Style find a way into the game, though. Well, yeah, because uh, the last couple generations have introduced new things, such as Dynamaxing, Gigantamaxing, <clears throat> like, you know, like, yeah. these, like, extra things. So it would not surprise me at all if this... if this generation brings in the Agile style and Strong style, mm-hmm. which I, I think is really interesting. I think it adds, especially for someone who, like, does Nuzlocke, it adds a completely new layer. Um, Too much math. It's it, it, Trying yeah. to plan for the uh, the opponent's Strong style, like, not only do you have to play around crits, but you have to play yeah. around Strong style, too. Yeah. I'm not ready for that. Yeah, it's going to be something. Um, be something. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh it's tough. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful it's a good game, but, you know, I, my, I, I, Sword and Shield made me so nervous, and then BDSP too. I, I, I yeah. really wish Pokemon could figure out how to make an RPG where the talking to the NPCs is a rewarding part of the experience. Yeah, and, and not a hindrance. Yeah. And they really struggle with that. Yeah. Um, they, re- they really, really do. And the characters repeat themselves so much. Yeah. And, you know, I just hope it has a better plot than Sword and Shield, because that energy stuff at the end of that game and all of the BD stuff, I love the Pokemon stuff. I, I love the Pokemon stuff, but, like, the plot and the t- characters ruin that game for me, because yeah. they're they're so poorly written. Yeah. I, I think that the starters look good. You know, mm-hmm. what they, what they gave us, them, yeah, yeah. what they gave us uh, looks good it, it seems like it's going to be like it seems like they are going to blend things from Arceus into it it looked very much like Arceus apparently it is going to be open world mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. is the rumor going around or maybe that's actually it's confirmed, confirmed. Yeah, okay yeah. cool it's going you're going to be able to seamlessly walk in and out of towns into the wild area oh but you can't even do that in Arceus no it's gonna be a step ahead of Arceus huh okay interesting interesting yeah, yeah. um all right cool that'll be fun yeah uh, I'm curious how that will work, but... But, like, <clears throat> you can already do that in Pokemon. Yeah, this is one of the funny things I, I find. People are like, it's going to be an open-world Pokemon game. All Pokemon games are open-world. Yeah. Like, like technically, you can go anywhere and do anything. They're not, like, levels. I mean, the, the, the one thing that kind of hinders the open-worldness is, like, to get past, like, the next town a certain point, you generally need an HM... That, that but that's true you... of all open world games. Like Cyberpunk is an open world game, but you can't leave the opening place for the, a chunk of the game because the bridges are up. Right. You know what I mean? Like like hindering you from going to certain places is a part of all open world games so that you're not in places that you're not high enough level for. And yeah. a lot of open world games keep you from advancing into a certain area by putting enemies there who are just so high level that you can't. But like the the there Yeah. All Pokemon games are open world with loading screens. Yeah. But, like, they're all open world. Yeah. This is just a different... This is that, like, 3D open world where it's seamless and you're immersed is what they're Yeah, and, and, like, that that's going to be fun. <clears throat> that's going to be great. Like you said, I'm a little bit worried about the Switch's capabilities yeah. mm-hmm. for making that happen well. Because, um, like, Arceus didn't look great. Abby S. says, uh, Pokemon needs a child mode, and uh, I've played Pokemon since I was a child mode. Yeah, literally. Yes. I um, or, or just, like, 
I understand buttons mode. I, did, I, I don't even need like, I don't need them to be like, oh, you're in expert mode. I, I need them to give me like, I understand basic concepts and I'm able to under, I'm able to figure out a little bit by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't need you to like walk my character to every building and t- and be like, this is what this building does. And this is what this building does. And then you get to the next town and someone's like, oh, did you stop at the Pokemon Center when you got to town? And it's like, yes, I did. And then you take three steps and someone's like, oh, Professor or Chairman Rose is waiting for you in, in the fish place once you beat the gym. Okay, and then you're like, where's the gym? Oh, no, wait, there's going to be someone who is going to walk my character directly to the gym step by step so that I never have to do anything for myself Mm, and Pokemon didn't used to do that Pokemon like there was a back in the day I remember when gold and silver first came out and I remember trying to not knowing how to get past the pseudo wudo was the most obnoxious thing in the world and I just had to talk to everyone until someone was like oh here's a spray can and I was like yeah yeah, I don't know what this does so I just kept talking to people and then eventually I went back to the pseudo wudo to see if something had changed or something and there's like oh the spray can worked and since then I've always known I needed the freaking spray can but like I didn't know nobody just gave it to me I didn't leave the gym and someone walked up to me and was like here's the spray can and I feel like they're treating children like there's no exploration yeah and the the thing about Pokemon that always worked was that you were exploring with your Pokemon you were figuring things out with your Pokemon you were solving mysteries Mm -hmm. and as soon as you take away all of that there's no puzzles in Sword and Shield there's no. no strength puzzle. There's no like rapids puzzle where you have to get on the right rapid. There, there's no ice puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no exploration. There's just straight lines through very small areas. And that was what Pokemon was back in the day. And now it is literally a uh, a, a ram-roaded like dark ride at Disney where you're on a track and the only thing that's different are the battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and fair. literally... And I, that, that. It's a small world. Literally, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a small world. Except that I prefer the song It's a Small World to running into Hopper Leon one more time. Seriously, I would ride that ride. (laughs) And I barely got through. We rode that ride last week. I barely got through it. I was losing my mind. I would rather ride that five times than have Leon tell me that he's the undefeated champion one more time. Because for God's sake, I know. Everyone tells you the whole game. And I don't know if they think it's funny how many times it's in the game. I don't know if it like became a joke in the office that they're like, we're going to piss these people off by telling them that Leon's the undefeated champion every 14 seconds. But like it really interacts with the uh, player like they're an idiot. Mm -hmm. And like the game is is for toddlers. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like Pokemon is way too complicated for that young. It should be for like 12 to like 15 year olds. I mean, I don't know. We all played Pokemon when we were younger than that. Sure, and I struggled because yeah. I I was like five, and I was like, I don't, I don't know, dude. There's too many things. But yeah, I think having the option for tutorials and stuff is is smart. I think that's smart. Um, to then ask, I I have a feeling that uh, when the person who walked up to Nerdy offering to expand his bag walked into him, he just skipped through it and didn't read it. Here's the thing, Titanisk. I am so frustrated. So Titanus wrote in our chat, uh, Nerdy Nightly now, I don't need that much tutorial. Nerdy Nightly, plain Arceus. I need bigger bags. I did not realize that you could buy bag, buy space in your bag. Even though someone goes up to you and The reason like, for that is that your bag. I, by the time that person talked to me, so many of the so many people had said so much random crap to me yeah, I know. that I just started to skip through dialogue because I got so frustrated 
And like Pokemon Company seem the Pokemon Company seems to think that like just repeating a joke over and over and over again stays funny. Mm-hmm. Like the potato mochi joke in Arceus isn't funny. It, it it's not funny the first time. No. And it certainly isn't funny the like ninth. No. It it, it they, it's just they, they they just keep bringing up potato mochi and I'm like I don't care about these cutscenes at all. Yeah. Like no part of me thinks that this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get I don't get what you're selling me here. Yeah. I just want to play the game. I yeah. don't care that this guy makes potato mochi every single day and that's all these people eat. It's weird. It's certainly weird. It seems like you could find something else to eat every once in a while. But by the time I got to like the part where people were actually explaining the game to me, I was already so frustrated with the dialogue. You can watch that stream. It's I think it's on my YouTube. I literally am just saying that right. I don't I don't care. Yeah. Stop wasting my time if i want to go talk to these npcs about their random crap i will do that well, but don't the, force me through it and that's the problem is like they it, it was too too much and too often mm-hmm. that then when the important stuff does come up it's like okay like let's you know let's freaking go and if right? you're one of those people who wants to sit well that that's awesome I, I i want those to exist in the world i want that to be uh, there oh if you hang out around this one place yeah. and you talk to this guy enough he just keeps telling you a potato mochi it's mm-hmm. hilarious is so much better than Every single time you accomplish anything, you have to sit through a four-minute cutscene mm-hmm. where they talk about potato mochi again. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the plot of the game. It doesn't advance anything. The character isn't particularly interesting. Yeah. And then, that guy is apparently a ninja? And, like, uh, in the end game. And you're like, oh, I, I guess the potato no, mochi guy's that. a ninja? Like, I don't I don't know. I sure. No, Titanus, it, it's, you, you bring up a, like, good point, right? It, you bring up the point that, like... If you if you bombard people with information, they won't retain the important bits of it, or they will skip over the important bits of it. And so. and to be fair, I I'm I'm dyslexic and I don't love reading. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it was if it was if it was like um, if they had hired voice actors and they had put voice into the game, I might have had a different experience with it. I struggle with just reading text for an hour um and so that 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 is also my personal thing right Mm -hmm. like i find it frustrating to get all of this text especially when it's repetitive text because for me i'm like i'm reading it to see if anything's different yeah and it's not and it's just it's just a frustrating experience for me personally yeah but uh who's your gen 9 starter oh fue coco there's a reason why i did this right like where is it there there's a reason i did that that little, I, I, I've, I, I thought it was an apple at first. People were like, no, he's a ghost pepper. Because mm-hmm. he's got a skull and he's a red pepper. He's a ghost pepper. It's brilliant. I like the kitty. Um, <laughs> uh, Frank Bean says, I don't think people really considered open world with loading screens as open world. All, all, but all, I, all open world games have loading screens. It's just whether you can see them or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's fair, yeah. You know, there, there are plenty of open worlds that you have to take a lot of elevators and the reason is because those are loading screens. But really, like... Yeah, they're it, cleverly disguised. The thing about the Pokemon world that has always made sense to me is that there are gates between the cities and the outside world because you have to go through the gate or else there would just be Pokemon everywhere in your town. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have to go through the gate into the, the area because otherwise <laughs> there's just Growlits in town and they're burning your houses down. You put up a fence. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, uh, Sir Jimmerus, uh says I'm going with a Nuzlocke fire pick. No, I'm going with the fire pick because I have never once uh, not started with a fire starter in any generation or game. Yeah, this will be the first for me. 
I have, yeah, I picked fire every single time, every single new generation of Pokemon since uh, the first Pokemon Red came out when I was a kid. And Charmander is my favorite Pokemon. And yeah, it's been my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've never once not done fire first. Ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's enough Pokemon. We've yeah. talked about it. I'm excited, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that this is the one that, like, brings me back, you know? Yeah. I liked, I liked the Sun and Moon games. I liked Alola a lot. So, like, it hasn't been that long since I really liked a Pokemon game. Okay. Um, I, I really enjoyed Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I thought that those were fun and different and, like, switched up the formula of a Pokemon game in a way that, like, drew me in. I also just like the, the Hawaii kind of vibe that they went with. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I'm... I'm not one of those people who's like, I haven't enjoyed it since Emerald or something like that. I really liked the D, uh, the 3DS games yeah, yeah. for the most part. Uh, X and Y were a little too easy. But other than X and Y, I really liked almost all the DS games. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I've am i been happy with Pokemon for a while. Um, uh, Sword and Shield was and Green Time and Shining Pearl are kind of the two for me that I was like, eh, not yeah. really for me. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on to the other video game we're going to discuss today. <laughs> Elden Ring draws praise despite hiccups. Larus, you tweeted something controversial. No, I only tweet truths. <laughs> Clarus, you tweet, tweeted something controversial. You tweeted Elden Ring 2 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be our um, sort of review for Elden Ring. I haven't beaten the game yet. I will do probably a, lo- a, a longer dive into it when I do beat the game. Uh, because I've never beaten a Souls game before. I've actually only beaten two bosses in any Souls game before this. So I, I'm, I'm a relatively new Souls player, but I do want to beat Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I am about eight hours in, and you are about 88 minutes in. Um, in, in fact, exactly 88 minutes in. Um, Pretty much. Because yeah. that's when you stopped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my chat bet that um, it couldn't last uh, 87 minutes, so mm-hmm. I lasted 88 minutes. Um, and uh, honestly, so I feel like... So if your chat bet that you couldn't beat the game, would you beat the game? No, that's, that's way too much of my time. Um, I... I just don't have any positive things to say about Elden Ring, so I feel like two is like pretty generous. But um, you can't think of anything positive about it. No, it doesn't look great. It doesn't run well. Mm-hmm. There's no compelling story. There's no compelling characters. To be fair, you—it's a hundred-hour game. Yeah, but there's also no sense of direction. That's uh, true. And like, I know that that's what some people wanted. I feel like this is only a game that you can play if you are a Souls player. Like if you if you if Dark Souls is your thing and you already know what's going on, then this is great for you. And if not, you're shit out of luck. I I, I think that yeah, if you if you haven't played a Souls game before, you have to be incredibly patient with it because I it took me about six hours of the eight that I've played to have any idea what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and even still, I don't really get it. Like I'm like a lot of the skills and stuff and how like the level ups and things work like that stuff I'm 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 figuring out and I'm going to figure out and I'll get there. Um I will agree like the the fact that this game is a 10 out of 10 in so many places is baffling to me considering how poorly it runs yeah. on PC. Uh and it, it's incredible. Like the numbers it's doing on Steam are remarkable. Mm-hmm. It is selling better than anything right now and I, I I'm happy about that. Like I I'm I'm happy from software's having that success and mm-hmm. I think it's pretty um impressive. Um it, it's impressive what they've done truly. Mm-hmm. However, it is disappointing to spend this much money on a video game and have the frame rate issues that I've been having. Yeah. And just just the general, like, 
clip-ins, the, the stuff that the I've tearing. been struggling with, yeah, 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 the screen tearing, it's it's really badly optimized. Yeah. And I know that, like, every game is badly optimized when it comes out. I'm, I'm tired of it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really tired of dealing with this, where it's like, well, you know, like, it's playable, but, like, it'll it'll be good in, like, four months. That's bullshit to me. Yeah, yeah. Then discount it at launch. Yeah. And then in four months, you can buy it for a full or, price. Or, or put it out in four months. But, like, yeah, if you can't, if your game... Yeah, just wait four months. Like, I, I'm just, I'm really tired of getting these games, mm -hmm. and then the review copies not having the anti-cheat software on them, so the reviewers get this version that runs great, mm -hmm. and then we get the fucking de novo versions, yeah. and the de novo software ruins the game and makes it look like crap. Yeah. And I... I get that you don't want people to pirate your game. I understand that. But find a better way to not have people pirate your game. Yeah. If if your anti-piracy software breaks the frame rate of your video game, don't use it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Because there's a reason why Elden Ring, the most well-reviewed game of, like, years, right, has bad reviews on Steam. And it's yeah. because it's not running well. Yeah. And I agree. And I'm enjoying it. Look, I'm going to beat the game. I, I think... um. It, it, it doesn't look amazing. I, I don't think, like, it is a visual masterpiece. No. Uh, but the gameplay is fantastic. I like the world a lot. I've, I've made it a little bit farther in than you, and I, I, I've experienced some of the story, and I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. But I, I really... Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm struggling with these games that seem to think that anti-piracy is worth hindering the people who pay for its experience. And and that and that's frustrating to me. Yeah, it is. It is. If and there's this whole thing about rushing games. I if your game is not ready, do not put it out. Yeah. Like, it, I I think this one's ready. I honestly I think that without the anti cheat, it probably works it's probably great. fine. Yeah, it's probably. I great. think I well other than obviously like you know there was like 36 hours where people on Xbox couldn't play it and there have been some problems on PS5. They're, they're, they're they've been struggling with like the online stuff, but like I can forgive that Which more. Is because it's really hard for them to like test run those kinds of things well right? and i can't imagine they thought it was going to be as busy like from software has never had a successful launch anything close to this right yeah so them them struggling with their own success i'll forgive congratulations you your game far exceeded your expectations in terms of like server needs and whatnot yeah Th that happens mm -hmm. The the anti cheat stuff I, I I can't forgive. No, no, and things <clears throat> I, like you said. I think that Elden Ring was probably ready without that stuff on it. But like, yeah, this whole thing where like people are overworked to meet deadlines and like, and then still fall short of expectation mm -hmm. when you get there. Like, it's it's not fair. I think we need to like, we live in such a weird time because it's. It, it, in a lot of ways, it's like a technological revolution, right? Like the 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 rate at which things are moving and growing and expanding is kind of insane. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of it's it's unbelievable what we're doing. And you know what? We don't have to move so fast. You don't have to get a new phone every year. Like you don't have to, like um. Well, no, but the Tony companies said, have to. And that, but that, that's, that's the, the problem. problem. That like it, that is, that has nothing to do with the consumer and it has nothing to do with the no. company. It a thousand percent is stock rooms or uh, stock prices and boardrooms. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, and, and that's messed up because 
They are the people at the top who have absolutely no idea what's going on underneath them. They have, oh, a thousand percent. They have yeah. no idea what it takes to, to make a video game. And they, they're they not working in the hours a week. No, no, no. You know what I mean? They're on their yachts. And, they're yeah. bossing people around. Um, uh, Titanus says, it's like most games for those who like it. It's great. For those who don't like that type of game, they're not going to like it because it's well done. Look, here's the thing. I, I agree with you, Titanus, but Clar- Cl- look, I played Elden Ring and the 20 minutes into the game, I looked in the camera and said, Clarice is playing this tomorrow. She's going to hate it. Yeah. At no point did I think she was going to like the game. I wanted to. You know, like, the trailers really sold this. I thought I thought I would get, like, a really cool, like, Witcher-like storyline that I could follow. Like, intriguing mm-hmm. characters, yeah, yeah. intriguing side quests. Things that were going to, like, pique my interest. Even if the gameplay is hard. I honestly, like, I don't care that the gameplay is hard. Yeah, I don't love it. But, like, that's not, like, that's not a complaint to say that it's bad. What I think is the game's downfall is that it gives you absolutely nothing to keep you entertained. And and like and I know that I am in the minority here because I know people have been loving Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I know people have been losing themselves in this game and enjoying it. And I like tend to think I'm a fairly empathetic person. I literally cannot fathom how people are enjoying this, and I'm really happy that you are. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. I just, I literally do not understand. Like you get into the game, you're thrust into the game, and there's a boss there that is way too hard to even like step up to, mm-hmm. right? Which, like, here's the thing: if you want, if you want people to continue with a game. What? That is extremely difficult. You need to, like, you need to, you need to give them something. Like, I, I just love how you're like, I'm, I think I'm a pretty empathetic person. I feel like I am. And then, but like the number of properties where you're like, I don't understand how anyone could like this when you are sitting next to someone who's like, and this is all of the reasons why I like this thing. And you're like, I don't get it. I don't see how you can like this. See, when we... The number of our conversations where you're like, no, you're wrong, this is trash. Yeah, but when we do that... I'm a pretty empathetic person. You you even admit that the things that are bad are bad. You're just way more forgiving of that than I am. Uh, No, there's there's things I don't like about them, but they're not bad. And that's the difference. You have said things were, like, bad, but you're like, yeah, but I still like this movie or this whatever it is. Oh, sure, I can like elements of something without liking the whole thing. But, like, your claim that you're empathetic about what other people like is not true. You're empathetic towards, like, other people. But when it comes to entertainment, content, whatever you want to call it, your empathy for other people's enjoyment of things that you do not like is not very high. All right, fine. I'm the empathetic one in that way. You're empathetic. I'm not very empathetic towards real people. I could, you know, whatever, real people, but... Um, I'm very empathetic towards what people like. All right. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's it's not a 10 out of 10 for me. I was expecting it to at least, at least blow me away visually, mm-hmm. and it didn't. Rockmage says, plus um, it's not pretty compared to any modern game. Hell, even The Witcher 3 looks better. I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I think that saying that it is visually stunning is baffling to me when, like, Horizon Forbidden it. West came out last week, and Horizon Forbidden West is stunning like horizon forbidden west some of those landscape shots when you like crest a mountain and you see like the valley below you there for the the visual difference and what's wild is that horizon forbidden west looks 10 years newer than 
Elden Ring yeah. and runs like a... Dr- I have not had a single frame drop in Forbidden West. I have not yeah. had a clip. I mean, I think that the way Aloy clips through things is really weird and I don't like that, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, the, that's the game. Yeah. It is visually stunning consistently the entire time and I've never had any problems. Yeah. And it is so technically advanced compared to Elden Ring. Like yeah. the fact that Horizon Forbidden West runs on my computer so much better than Elden Ring does, mm-hmm. my computer gets blazing hot playing Elden Ring. Yeah. This thing, yeah. like this, and our computer can play anything. It played Cyberpunk before the patches without too many problems. Yeah. Like the fact that Elden Ring is pushing our computer to its limit and it doesn't look that good is wild to me. That is not to say that it's a bad game. I really like it. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, I feel like I'm going to become a Souls person because of this game. And it's bringing me into the genre. I, there's a part of me that's like, well, maybe I need to go back and play the other Souls games. Like, maybe I really missed something because I just didn't get it, right? And, and I've never really given them a chance. I've only played, like, five hours of Souls games total before yeah. this, right? I think that this game is good. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying that visually it is not a 2022 game. In, or, or it doesn't push the boundaries of what we can do visually now. It does not run well. And it it shouldn't be given 10 out of 10s based on reviewer copies that are not the copies that the average General fan base buys. Gets. Yeah. If, if reviewers should not be reviewing copies that are functionally different from what is sold. Yeah. I think that that is bullshit. Yeah. If you played it on Steam as a reviewer, you should have had the anti-cheat on your copy so that you dealt with the same bullshit that I have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, because The experience I, <clears throat> should be the same. You are cheating. From Software is cheating the people who are giving them money yeah. by giving free copies that run better because they don't have this de nouveau crap on them. Yeah. And it is absolutely garbage that we are dealing with this. Yeah. It is insane to me. And this game does not deserve a 10 out of 10 until it runs flawlessly on every system where you are paying $80. I, I granted that's Canadian, but where you are paying full price for it. Yeah. I'm paying full price for your game and it does not run on my system. How is that a 10 out of 10? Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. And look, it, it's it, look, and, and the issues aren't game breaking. They're certainly not as bad as cyberpunks are, right? I'm not saying that it's like a five out of ten. I would give the game an eight, but a, a ten out of ten. Oh, instant game of the year. It doesn't work the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. yeah. How is that game of the year? Horizon Forbidden West has no problems. Yeah. Name a controversy. Name a bad review. Name anything. Right. Like yeah. the the fact that everyone is like, this is the greatest game of all time. If you can log in. I don't know. I just yeah. I. So Jamaris, it's not on the reviewers at all. It, it, it is a it is a blight on the company that is mm-hmm. giving them out, right? It, they are essentially lying to people because they are giving different copies to the reviewers. Because a reviewer is not going to know. They're going to play it and they're going to review what they experience and what they get. And like, oh, that's I, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm not blaming the the critics at all. The critics are not wrong. If their copy ran great, then their review is correct. I'm saying that companies should not legally be allowed to provide reviewers. It would be like if they gave a different movie to critics than came out in theaters. That It's a lie. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's straight up a lie. Mm-hmm. The reviewer is not in any way at fault for critically appraising the game that they received with their eye. Right. Yep. And I don't blame any critic for giving it a 10 out of 10. I'm saying that it doesn't deserve that 10 out of 10 if the reviewer was given a different copy than the one that came in my inbox when I paid full price for it. Yeah. 
And I'm, I, look, I am the guy, I will buy your game day one, even if I don't know if it's going to be good. I want to give games chances. I want to give money to these developers. I'm happy to do it, but don't lie to me. Yeah. If yeah. the game isn't going to run super great on Steam, let the reviewers tell us that so that we're aware of it going in. Also, leaving the game is a nightmare, like Titanus said. Leaving the game is a freaking... From software, from software, for the love of God, give me exit to desktop. Don't fix the frame rate. Just let me exit to my freaking desktop. Every time I press quit game, it goes quit game. All right, then a black screen, then Bandai Namco, then from software, and then I have to agree to log back into the multiplayer. It has to connect to the server, and then I can exit the desktop. Why? 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 For the love of God, why did you do this? It is awful. It is absolutely awful. Yeah. Please, from software, fix this. Let me just leave your game after the hours I have put into it without having to log back into the server. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It is the most asinine thing I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, I can't understand that one. I think it was just like a gross oversight. I just, I, I don't. But I don't know how. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Richism 7 says Alt F4, but like with online stuff, with because there's like anti-cheat and stuff, I always get worried about stuff like Alt F4 that when I log back in, I'm going to get like some sort of like ban or like temporary ban or something that they're going to think that I'm cheating because I'm like exiting the game improperly. Mm-hmm. And like that worries me about, th- th- that's the stuff that the Denuvo freaks me out a little bit where yeah. I'm like, well, I'm... I, you know, I don't want to just like Alt F4 the game and then log back in and then be like, we there's been suspicious activity in your... You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I just want to leave. And if, like, they came out and they were like, Alt F4 is an option, I would do it. But, like, you know, I, I just... I, it shouldn't have... There should be an exit button on your I game. shouldn't have like, to that's... hard... Yeah, I shouldn't have to hard close your program to get out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a 10 out of 10 game shouldn't make the user rely on using Alt F4 to close the game, yeah. Yeah. And I get it. I know that Bandai Namco made the game. I know From Software made the game. You don't have to show me the cards every time I want to leave to, like, I don't know convince me that you did i believe you i believe you i i just it's i find it very frustrating i i've i found my elden ring experience frustrating on a number of levels Mm -hmm. um but some of them are fun like i like the frustration of some of the bosses Mm -hmm. even if i'm just yelling the f word on stream there's a reason my stream is rated m for mature um same yeah um but i i didn't think that like the dark souls boss that would piss me off the most was uh closing the dark souls game um yeah that yeah that's a problem like you can't yeah mm-hmm. i hate that uh chris Fallon says i only watched first stream have you found a path or story or anything that moves you purposely through the world yet no that doesn't exist rantel more thank you for that super chat the super chat i know it is annoying but the game works great when you change the windows graphics setting to performance frustrating still i get it i Oh, maybe I I think I'm just on high. I just wanted good graphics. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because they already y'all... don't look great. The game doesn't look amazing to me, so mm-hmm. I wanted good graphics. But I might try. I'm, I'll try performance settings, Rand. Thank mm-hmm. you for the super chat. Thank you for the super chat. When you pay for a 2070, like, you think that it's going to get you high graphics. But... Well, and the fact that I can run high graphics on, like, Cyberpunk and Horizon and um, name any game that's come out in the last year. I know. And we can run... We, we have no problems on high on anything except Elden Ring. I know. Like, it's, it is the one game that we can't, that, that has frame rate issues on high. Yeah. Which is I, I, wild to me. Yeah. I, Christopher, I only played the once. 
Um, so I, the game absolutely gave me no motivation to, to come back to it. So uh, no Wait, for me. Rantel Moore says you need to tell your computer to use the GPU. The game accidentally doesn't use it by default. Wait, what do you mean? What? How could it run on? There's no, it wouldn't run otherwise. There's no way. There's no way. I, 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 does our, I don't think our CPU even has onboard graphics. I don't think so. I don't know. It might. I'll, I'll look into that. I, I, I can't speak to that because I just don't know, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. I like the game. I really do. I, I, I know I'm complaining, uh, but I'm more complaining about the, like, anti-cheat stuff and, like, the, that, that, that stuff that I find really frustrating. But I do like the game and I'm going to beat it. I, I'm determined to become an Elden God. And then um, maybe go back and play some Dark Souls again. Maybe start that one over. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I, I have not anything nice to say about the game. <laughs> I'm sorry. But she's very empathetic to the fact that you like it. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you if you like it and that's how you want to spend your time. But I just do not understand. Like, I just wanted to, like, get to a boss. You'd think that, like, an hour and a half in... A boss that is not way over leveled for me. The There's first no levels, boss, but like for my equipment, I mean, I know I that's over level my equipment. The first boss that you run into, you're not supposed to be able to fight, which like is kind of dumb. You know, like Breath of the Wild did it great. We're like, there's the final boss way over there. If you want to go, you don't mm-hmm. have to, but it's there. Whereas this is like first thing, and it's like, okay, so I should fight this? Oh no, I shouldn't. But okay, well, I guess I'm just going to go mm-hmm. find something else. And then tried to go through a cave to find another boss and just ran in a full circle. And I was like, There okay. was a boss in that cave, though. To be fair, to, be, fair find, to the game. Did not find the boss. There was, there, you just, you didn't find the lever to open the door. Dumb. Dumb. Like, I just, I wanted to get, like, the, the Souls experience and, like, You did. Fight a You're boss. very frustrated. And you rage quit. You got the whole Souls experience. <laughs> I got, like, two hits on the, like, big horsey guy, and that was it. You hit him? Yeah. Way to go. All right. Um, well, you know what? Um, to go from one frustration to another, oh it's everyone's God. favorite segment. Clarus makes up the news. No! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the segment where my wife, the incredible Clarus Polarus, makes up the news. Clarus, what is happening in the world of made-up news this week? Uh, I only deal in facts, so I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Let's tip, let, let's be fair to the show. I bring the facts here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't mean to, uh... No, you're right. Uh... The news. Yes, that is, that's what we're talking about right now. I got too heated over Elden Ring now. Um... Uh, it's just a mean place to put it. I know, but it was so funny. It's always in the middle of the show, too, and we're at 46 minutes, so. Oh, wow, okay. Oh. You've never been more attractive than you are right now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, I try. It's, uh, it's the Star Wars merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rockman says, how dare you spring this on Clarice with no warning other than her gnawing that this is a segment on every show you have done for years. Literally years. <laughs> We've done 130 something of these. Actually, I think this is episode 130. No, it's more than that. No. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, oh, okay. Well then. Yeah. Um. <coughs> the news. Um. <clears throat> the news. Yes, the news. Is that. Uh, the news is that they've already released an expansion for Elden Ring. Oh, really? An expansion? Like a DLC or like a free expansion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free expansion, okay. free expansion. Um, uh, they, uh, you know, everyone knows how they brought on like George R. R. Martin to help them write uh, Elden Ring. Um... Surprise! They also brought on um, Peter Jackson to help with uh, the Elden Ring. Oh wow! Uh, DLC, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, basically, uh, the DLC is um, uh, the Lord of the Rings, and the Elden Ring is the One Ring, and um, and you become Sauron. That's the DLC. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. So, okay. Sorry, what? It's so, a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. They brought on Peter Jackson to to change the plot of the game after its release? Like the DLC. So once you become like the... Uh, once you become the Elden Lord. God. Elden God. Mm-hmm. Once you become the Elden God, um, you, can, uh, you can control all the rings of power. What are the rings of power? Uh, there's like... Uh, Nine, ten, twelve, thirteen. Are you doing the math on eighteen rings of power? I think. Okay, name the eighteen rings of power. I don't know them. I only know Ninja, Narya, and the One Ring. No, no, not not the Lord of the Rings ones. The Elden Ring ones. Oh no, they're they're from the Lord of the Rings lore. Yeah. Oh, and the Tolkien estate was okay with this. Uh, actually, that's the news: is that Tolkien estate is suing. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, because Peter Jackson went on and was like, "Guys, I got this," and uh, no one talked to the Tolkien estate. And um, yeah, so so play it now before it gets pulled. I, that's all I'm saying. Go play Elden Ring right now. All right, bye everybody. I'm gonna go play Elden Ring <laughs> before it gets pulled. Um, yeah. Well then, that was your made-up news for the week. It was garbage, but thank you. No, it was great. <laughs> I really, I really liked um, that Peter Jackson and George R. R. Martin are working on something together. That's that's that that's the big honestly news. that's the dream. That is the news is right it? there. George R. R. Martin and Peter Jackson. Is it though? Yeah, I feel like George R. R. Martin has good ideas, and Peter Jackson is the dude who can be like, "This is how we can make it this good." Okay, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah, they, they they could work together on something. Yeah, I feel like they could play off each other really well. Um, Titanus says he heard that the plot of Elden Ring is based on never-before-seen notes from Tolkien. That would actually be really interesting if true. The E-ring, the L-ring, the D-ring, the R-ring. The cock-ring. What? <clears throat> what? Frodo of the Nine Fingers, the cock-ring of doom. All right, y'all, let's get into the box office for this week, because it's a fun one. Um... <laughs> Uncharted is uh, managing to uh, keep its lead, but we all know that that ends this week because it's a big day, y'all. It's a big day. In three minutes, those Batman reviews are going to drop. We're going to talk about them live uh, when that happens. But uh, Uncharted holds off, uh, holds number one spot ahead ahead of Batman's release this week. Uh, Uncharted came in with $23.2 million, uh, a decent drop. Um, uh, not too big a drop from last week. 
uh, Dog is holding in there at 10.1 uh, million dollars. That's a drop of less than 50% from last week. Spider-Man No Way Home sticking in the top five. Another week at 5.7 million dollars. Death on the Nile, which we finally saw, was at 4.5 million dollars, and Jackass Forever uh, was at 3.1. This is the same top five from last week, just with slightly smaller numbers. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is sitting at 1.86 billion dollars. Now is uh, past the Titanic's original um, uh, domestic release um, and uh, hmm. its original uh, total there, which is very cool for that movie. Obviously, Titanic said re-releases and has uh, gone up since that original release, but. Uh, Death on the Nile did manage to pass $100 million worldwide. Uh, and Uncharted, uh, $226 million worldwide. They have to be really happy with that. Dog at $32 million worldwide has managed to more than double its $15 million um, uh, initial uh, uh, its budget. Uh, so they've got to be very happy. Dog was a big hit uh, f- uh, among uh, women. Uh, which uh, uh, older Channing Tatum well but older women were the slowest um, uh, demographic coming back to the box office Mm -hmm. and so to see that that demographic came out for a movie uh, that uh, did well is good news for the box office that it's not just like teenagers who don't care about COVID who are um, you know making movies successful yeah yeah for sure um, no, it's good to see. It's good news for movie theaters. Yeah, the number one movie that was not uh, that was new this week uh, was uh, the uh, Studio Six Six Six, the Foo Fighters horror uh, comedy uh, that came in at number eight with just over one million dollars. Um, and so there wasn't a lot of competition for Uncharted, which is good because next week Uncharted will not be number one. Uh, I can no. almost guarantee it. No, I people people are gonna show up for Batman. You think you you think Batman is gonna make a little bit of money? I think they're gonna make a little bit of money. We have our tickets for Wednesday night, so our review will be out very late Wednesday night. Uh, we'll probably it'll or be up. We were gonna put it up Thursday morning. Let's just let's just put it up. Well, maybe well, maybe it'll be early Thursday morning. We'll put it by like 9 a.m. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah, 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 I thought that was planned. Um, but yeah, we're gonna see the movie Wednesday, so we're very very excited for that. Mm-hmm. What um it, okay so. We know that Spider-Man uh, did over 100 million opening mm-hmm. weekend, and we know that uh, Uncharted came in at 48 million uh, last weekend. So, where do you think Batman's going to sit this weekend? Does it cross the 100 million dollars mark? No. You don't think Batman makes 100 million dollars? How much did Spider-Man make its first opening weekend? I think 120. I th- I think they I think Batman makes like 85. Because here's the thing. Spider-Man is uh, much more family friendly. Mm-hmm. They have definitely made a strong choice with this Batman that it is uh, not for anyone under the age of like 16, <laughs> 15. I, I don't know. But like you can't, you know, you can't bring your kids along to uh, to this one right here. So, yeah, I'm going to say probably like 85 million. I don't know if they're going to cost 100 million. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe all the... Uh, uh, no, Spider-Man's opening was $260 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. I, I, take, I take that back. I was I was way off. I think they, like, double what... Unch- you said Uncharted did 40-something? Right? Uh, Uncharted did uh, $48 million. Okay, so maybe maybe they just... Maybe they... I, I was going to say, I feel like they probably, like, double Uncharted. So maybe they maybe they just hit a million. Or a hundred million. <laughs> If Batman makes a million dollars, no, 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 no. There's no. There's the no world way. will have to be on fire. There's like no literally. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Rand Tomar, I, uh, I also 
don't really hear the the any Batman buzz, but I do know, I do know that those DC bros, uh, they're out there and they show up because mm-hmm. anytime we have anything that is slightly negative to say about Batman or this movie, uh, they 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 let us know. So I'm excited for this film. I'm, oh, so I'm nervous I. that so I'm not going to like it, but like I'm. Here's the thing: I'm a huge Batman fan. We've been rewatching the Batman movies in our house the last few days. Um, we started with Batman '66 the other night, and then last night we watched Batman '89. Mm-hmm. I love these movies. I love this character. Mm-hmm. I'm. I really, really, really want to like the Batman. I love Matt Reeves' movies. Like this movie has a lot of things going for it. Mm-hmm. But because I love Batman so much, I hold interpretations of that character to a higher standard than I do other interpretations of other characters, right? I am I am an easier critic on Aquaman because it's the one Aquaman movie we got. And it we're getting a sequel, but, like, it, it's the first Aquaman movie. Which means a lot. And, well, but it's not that it means a lot to me, right? It, it is literally, like, I never thought we would get this movie. It is a tough character to adapt, how are you going to do it, right? And I think that that movie really succeeded in making that character fun for a very wide audience. Mm. I think that we have so many Batman movies that if you're going to put out a new Batman movie, we have so much Batman in, just in general. If you're going to make a Batman thing, there is more to judge it against. Yeah. Aquaman, there's no other, there is no other live action Aquaman. Uh, I mean, obviously Smallville and then the, the failed Aquaman pilot. But like, uh, there's no other Aquaman movie to judge that against. Mm-hmm. Batman has some of the best films <laughs> ever made in its canon. Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight and Batman Begins are both incredible movies. Mm-hmm. Batman 89 changed cinema, right? Yeah. Like the the there are there are really high bars to hit for Batman and these people who are coming out and being like this is no shot this isn't the best Batman movie ever. I'm like what are you talking about? Batman movies have always been pretty great. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I don't love The Dark Knight Rises, but other than that one, I think all Batman movies have made thus far have been pretty great. What? We watched Batman 66. Batman 66 is of a time. And uh-huh. it's for an audience. And look, no matter Those what... darn alcoholics. No matter what you think about Batman 66, it is a... It is a... It is a... Almost a... Uh, just a, a... A historic piece of cinema now, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it... It's a, it's like watching a museum piece, right? Yes. It just is what it is. And that's okay. It's allowed to just be this kind of like museum piece. And it's beautiful in that way. Batman and Robin is not a good movie, but it is so bad that it is an amazing movie, right? Uh... George Clooney's Batman... Look, I get chats, chats give me shit for saying George Clooney's Batman is a good movie. It's fantastic. I will watch Batman and Robin any day of the week. Is it a good movie? No. But is it fantastic? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. I haven't seen it yet. So... <clears throat> We're going to watch it this week, and you are going to hate it. Great. Arnold Schwarzenegger, amazing. The fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger made 20 times what George Clooney made on that movie, wonderful. Hilarious. Dang. Yeah, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger made $20 million and George Clooney made one. And George Clooney was Batman and Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze. Wow! Well, because it came out just after Terminator. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was playing Mr. Freeze and he was like, one of the biggest stars on the planet at the time. I guess, yeah. Like, because yeah. he had just done Terminator, Predator. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger was literally coming out of this string of being the number one action guy for a while. Yeah. And so he was just very expensive, and George Clooney wasn't as expensive. And... That's wild. Yeah, yeah. So George Clooney made, like, 
nothing compared to Arnold. That's that. so funny. Yeah. Oh God. Um, uh, Febumu says Batmania is literally a phenomenon used in cinema production and associated business to describe a form of film marketing. That's how Batman has changed the cinema landscape. A hundred percent. Batman, to, like to say like this is going to be the good Batman movie is hilarious to me. There are so many good Batman movies. Yeah. Going all the way back to 1966 <laughs> and 1989, and, and like we've we've done we've done this, and so I hold the Batman to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. If you want to be the next great Batman movie, you, you've got big shoes to fill. Yeah. That Aquaman doesn't have to fill. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only characters that I think have those shoes are Spider-Man, Superman, and Batman, because they're the only three superheroes that have consistently had great movies across multiple franchises. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, they're the only ones that have done it more than once. No other character. And, and I think that, like, the next one to do it, honestly, is going to be Blade. Yeah, I think that like the next the next comic book character to have a wonderful adaptation in multiple different franchises because we're gonna get the Blade movie starring Mahershala Ali. I'm assuming <laughs> it's gonna be great because it's Mahershala Ali. He's, Fair. um, you know, go watch Moonlight, change your life, you know. And the the Wesley Snipes movies are awesome. They are right, and so and honestly, like we wouldn't have the modern MCU, we wouldn't have modern superhero cinema without Blade. And mm-hmm. people don't respect Blade enough, but Blade paved the way for X-Men and Spider-Man. We don't get those movies without Blade. Blade Blade in the 90s was the superhero movie following Batman. Basically what happened was Batman came mm-hmm. out, and rather than spawn a superhero wave, Batman spawned this like neo-noir detective wave, right? We got Phantom, we got The Spirit, we got all of those kind of like Batman character spinoffs yeah. in movies. Rocketeer, I guess, would kind of fall under the same thing. It wasn't until Blade that it was like, oh, no, superheroes. Like, let's go into, like, B-movie, like, character stuff. Right. Blade ma- paved the way for X-Men and Batman. Mm-hmm. I think that Mahershala Ali's Blade is going to do that again. Maybe not again. Obviously, the way has been paid for superheroes. But I, right. I think Blade will be, like, the fourth character to have a second really good adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess we will find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Rantelmore says, I don't get why this movie was made. Are we abandoning the Snyderverse? Absolutely. Yeah. No, we're not abandoning the Snyderverse. Um, it's just that once the Flash comes out, the, the multiverse, we're going to be in a multiverse and anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's the joy of the multiverse. Yay. Yay. Um, how much do you think it's going to make? I think it's going to make $170 million. 170. Yeah. I don't think it can. Look, I, 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 realistically, I don't think it can make what, um, uh, Spider-Man made just because of length. I think that the three-hour runtime means there's going to be a certain number of screenings that can't happen. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's going to play... I, I think the Batman is going to play to packed houses depending on uh, today's reviews. Um, right. The embargo has been... Uh, yeah. Lifted. Comic book movie. Let's let's go to this. We have, a, we have a lower third for this. Look at this. The Batman reviews are in. We're going to nice. talk about them live right now, kids. What are people saying about Batman? Um, comicbookmovie.com says one of the most captivating, relentless, and unforgettable comic book movies ever made. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's, is there an aggregator yet? Is uh, Rotten Tomatoes have their reviews on it yet? I guess we're going to find out, y'all. Um... Yeah, this is dropping live, so, you know, bear with us for a second here. We're doing our best. Yeah, reviews were lifted. The embargo was lifted literally nine minutes ago. Um, 
Rotten Tomatoes hasn't scraped enough yet. Has they scraped any? Uh, Groucho reviews. There's, it is currently, there is one review on one Rotten review. Tomatoes and it is fresh. So currently it is a fresh movie. Uh, while retaining requisite elements of blockbuster action cinema decidedly shifts the focus to Pulp Fiction, the Batman feels more like a Batman story than a Batman movie, and that's an achievement in itself? What does that even mean? I hate, I hate critics so much sometimes. This is less of a Batman movie and more of a Batman story. Here we go. Oh, but okay. is it a? But it is a movie, right? Yeah, maybe Twitter's the best place to look. Okay, Twitter, yeah, yeah. Batman. <laughs> Wow, so many tweets within the last hour. Uh, IGN, Matt Reeves' violent, thrilling, darkly beautiful take on the Batman more than justifies its place in the franchise canon. 10 out of 10. From IGN. Ooh, Umberto Gonzalez uh, says, uh, we are finally getting the most comic-accurate uh, portrayal of the Dark Knight detective in film. The movie, to me, is an homage to the great Batman writers Denny O'Neill, Frank Miller, and Jeff Loeb. I like hearing that. I like hearing that quite a bit. Well, because you've been you've been worried that it's going to be just like a kind of senseless, Christian Harloff. Violent. <laughs> yeah, the it's, Christian Harloff says the most detective Batman we've ever seen. I love that. You guys know I've that's what I've wanted. Yeah. <clears throat> um, review written by an elf apparently, or or an ice bay. Ooh, Pattinson's impressive iteration of the iconic brooding statesman of vengeance. Statesman of vengeance? In this dark and lengthy fable is framed by cinematography flecked with scenes so artful they belong in a gallery. Wow, okay. I, I, Simon Thompson, I bet you felt really smart when you wrote statesman of vengeance, but what the fuck does that mean? You know when you read reviews and you're like, that sounds intelligent. The Batman is in the movie and the Riddler leaves riddles for him. <laughs> That's my favorite review. Thank you. Uh, uh, watching as intended, the Adam Choate says, uh, surpasses the Dark Knight. Matt Reeves does it again. Wow. Uh, this isn't just another comic book movie. That's one of the best films of all time. I hope so. I really, really hope so. Also, I love this meme that's been going around, me showing up to Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, if you, it's basically a tween in uh, all the Edward Twilight merch. Um, I find it very funny. Um, okay, Scott Menzel. I like this. This is different. This, this one is not like overwhelmingly positive. Mm -hmm. My expectations for the Batman movie were sky high, and while I don't think those expectations were fully met, I do believe this is a strong first entry into what I suspect will become a new Batman trilogy. My biggest hope is that the next film is overall tighter and shorter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree with that. You, you can't. You haven't seen it yet. Oh, no, no, no. I don't... But three hours is, is long. I know I haven't seen it yet. I would like for the next one to be tighter and shorter. <laughs> um, uh, Boba talks is super happy with the Batman movie. Okay, so it's it's there's honestly like people are liking it. This is good. Yeah, it seems like overwhelmingly positive. Not just the best movie, but the best thing ever created. Apparently. All uh, right, well, I I'm I'm excited for that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we are going to we're going to see it Wednesday yeah. night. Um, it's a long movie. Yeah. So we will be recording our review late in the evening. We'll be tired. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we'll do, like, at the beginning, a non-spoiler section. What? Yeah. Where I'll be like, it was really good and really long. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's feeling, probably what it's going to be. Yeah, I have a feeling that's it, right? Like, it yeah. was really good and really long. There's a part of me that, like, kind of wants to try and do this one live, but... Like, a live spoiler chat, but... It would just be so late, I, you know. Well, yeah, I just don't know when. Because Friday we have book club, so I don't know. And Thursday, like, we're going into the we city. We need to read so. that book. We got some reading to do. Got some reading to do. Thursday we're going into the city? Yeah. Into Manhattan? The big city? The Big Apple? Not that city. Oh, okay. We don't live anywhere near Manhattan. Um, they don't know where we live. We tell people we live in Toronto all the time. They don't know where Toronto is. Americans don't know anything about Canada. You're right. You're right. My bad. So do you know where you are right now then? No. I'm so <laughs> lost. I've... You just keep me locked up in this house except when you need me to drive you somewhere and then you hold the GPS so I don't even know where we're going. <laughs> that sounds clever. New York is the Big Apple, yeah. <laughs> a Texan told me Canada is a myth. <laughs> they were smart. They were smart, Richard Simpson. What a, you should listen to them. What a, what a stand-up citizen. But is it better than the last five minutes of Wheel of Time episode four? Dubious. Dubious. We will find out. And What's we the will last five minutes know. of, which one is that? Episode four is. Oh, that's the Loghain fight. Loghain. It is better than that. Yeah. It's Matt Reeves. It just, it will, it will visually make sense. And that will make it better than that. Mm-hmm. I really dislike that fight so much. I've watched it a few times to try and figure out exactly what it is that bugs me. And I know that number one is the shaky cam. But also the, like, generic explosions out of the ground that aren't near anybody, and then people fall down. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's like, it's, it's, like, generic, like, television action at its worst. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's like when, like, Arrow would have, like, sparks shoot out of something, and then everyone would fall down, and I would be like, what did those sparks do to those people? <laughs> yeah. What exactly... What exactly did those sparks that did not shoot in the direction of the people who fell do to them that made them fall in that direction? We're never gonna know. Never gonna know. Um, Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you if you want a non spoiler review of Batman, we will do a little part of that. Yeah, yeah. And it might be a separate video. Honestly, we might. Maybe it depends on how late we get home. We might do non spoiler, and then the spoiler might go up later. But because we're yeah, I mean, that's gonna be late night. Abby says Toronto is north, and Abby, it's not. Depends on where you live. In the United States. We're south of some places in the United States. That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, like Alaska. <laughs> and Maine. Rhode Island, I think. Maybe not Rhode Island. I don't. Um, I, I, I'm, I, anyways. All right, um, time for our final segment. Mm-hmm. What did we miss? What did, what did we miss? Nothing, because we like... don't miss. Not true. Uh, you know what we missed? A good Clarus makes up the news. So sorry. That, that one that one wasn't your best work. I think but it was my fault. I think I got distracted by the Morbius not uploading. Uh and I ruined it for you. So I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna say that the, the bad Clarus makes up the news today, that's on me. Sure. That's my fault. I I take the blame as the husband. Uh-huh. Um watch Peacemaker show up at the end. We did watch Peacemaker. No, Peacemaker show up at the end of Batman. <laughs> No, this is not going to no. connect to any. No, no, no. There's, there's no way. Yeah. There's I, no. I don't even think there will be a post credit scene. I would be surprised if there was. Mm, it just doesn't feel yeah. like that kind of movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although I might be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Threk is in the U.S. and north of Nerdy and Clarus. That's probably true. Yeah. There's a lot of U.S. north of Nerdy and Clarus. Yeah. Yeah, Toronto is actually fairly south. In America, we call Canada South Alaska. I thought you just called this your top hat. <laughs> 
We're, we're America's top hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Alaska's the feather in the top hat. <laughs> Even though Alaska's, like, as big as the United States. No. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Ala- you can fit, like, I think it's, like, uh, almost half of the United States in Alaska. People don't understand how big Alaska is. There's nothing there, but it is massive. It is so big. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alaska's just West Canada. <laughs> Nah, the thing about Alaska is we don't want it. You guys can have it. Yeah, there's nothing there. Except, like, a very weird right-wing thing that, like, you guys can have it. Yeah. It's... Let it affect your politics, not ours. Yeah, yeah, we don't need it. We have enough right-wing crap up here. Um. All right, y'all, I think that's our show for today, as I get political right at the end, because who doesn't <laughs> love that? Uh, I love it. I know. Uh, y'all, thanks for a great stream. This was very fun. Uh, Close is going to be on later today. Um, I think at like 12 p.m., right? Like you're going live at midnight. That's not 12 p.m. You're right. That is 12 a.m. It is currently 12 a.m. wasn't even a good joke. Like, I don't know why I went with that, but then I just showed off how little I understand about time. <laughs> wow. It's You're forgiven. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing some uh, Huicher later Some what? Huicher. How many letters are in the way that you spell Huicher? 17. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, y'all, uh, big news. Uh, if you're here at the end, tomorrow is going to be the one-year anniversary of the Nerdy Lock. I've officially been trying to do this bullshit for a year. Uh, tomorrow is actually the deadline for the Nerdy Lock. I had initially said that I would be done in a year. Obviously, that's not the case. We're going to keep going past the year mark because I'm I'm actually enjoying it again. Um, I wasn't in November, December, but I am now. Uh, so tomorrow, uh, we're going to fight the Elite Four. Uh, which is going to be very fun. I'm going to spend all day today making sure that we win that Elite Four battle. Um, I would like to say that I'm going to cheat, but I don't actually know how I could cheat because um, I can't update the game anyway. Uh, it's true. So <laughs> it's true. You are you have to you have to win based on uh, cool logic. No, I'm not very smart. We've learned. I think we've learned in the last year. I'm not that intelligent. So uh, come watch tomorrow to see if I can uh, beat Cynthia on my third try. Um, how sad is that? Three attempts, huh? Wow. Uh, hey, I could never beat a single game doing a hardcore Nuzlocke, so... I've beat 19. That is that is yeah. impressive. Uh, all right, y'all. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you today. We'll see you every day because we're always online because we need money. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> no, it's because we like you guys. Uh, uh, don't, don't let it get to Let's you. show the ads one more time. Look at this. That's cute, right? I like this. I like it. Should we just keep this as our bottom, our lower third for a while? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. I like it. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, that's the wrong button. That's also the wrong button. Well done. It's a good video.